Welcome to Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. I'm Natalia Schneemler and I'm here to teach you how to finally stop fighting with him and love him like crazy because we all want to love our boys and I am here to help you. Listen up and find out how. Hey guys, uh, how are you? I am so excited to talk to you. I have a very interesting topic today just because I haven't really talked about something like this before. Anyway, it's interesting to me, but before I do, I wanted to just tell you where I'm at. It's a week before Christmas week. Wait, no, it's December 9th, so it's two weeks, right, before. And oh, I am just loving so much having the Christmas tree decorated and actually for the first time ever having presents under the tree before Christmas Day because my kids are old enough for me to put them there and them actually not open them. Although they are totally playing with them all the time, like they're rearranging them and reading all the labels and sorting them per person and it's kind of driving me a little bit nuts, but I'm like hoping that it dies down and they lose interest. But I just love it so much. I just sit there and when I do my uh, morning coffee and writing, I sit and love the tree and the lights and the presents and it feels really abundant and like we have a really good Christmas this year. So that's what's so good today for me and I am really looking forward to having Christmas this year and um, my kids are just so excited for it. But so... This morning, I was driving my kids to school, as I do every morning, and there's this dance party that we always listen to on the radio. It's at 8 o'clock, it's for 15 minutes, and we just love it so much. They change up the music every, like, 30 seconds and play all the awesome hits. So we love it, and we enjoy it so much. And today, in the, like, the hosts, they talk throughout the show, right? And they ca- um, what really stood out to me today is that how they the whole theme of the dance party today was, oh, it's been such a terrible year that let's we you know we the only thing we can do is dance and party and listen to music, like poor us. And they kept saying comments like that over and over and over again, like like almost like a, in a laughable way, like. We can't change anything. Now we can do is dance and pour us and the year's almost over and we can't wait for it to be over, blah, blah, blah. And for me, it was really jarring to, I'm like, what? why are you guys thinking that? Like I, it really kind of, kind of triggered me a lot in a way that like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want my kids to think that the year's been terrible. Because my kids, my like my kids don't think that. I don't think that, and I don't want them believing that it's like a truth or a fact of the world, like that. Yeah, it's been such a bad year. Like what? That's not that's not true. And I totally accept that. That's people's experiences. That right? That that's totally true. But I don't want. Uh, you know, I really had like a hard time. Um, I was kind of like resisting them telling me that that's been a hard year. And because I, I just don't want to believe that for myself, right? And so I had that reaction. And, it, and then when I sat down to think about what to talk about the podcast, 
what I thought about is that like if this is what is just um, like a default um, kind of soundtrack, default mood on the radio, like it probably is in your mind as well. And in like the general public. And because I don't watch the news and I don't um, generally subscribe to like the general public opinion to this has been a terrible year and we can't wait for it to be over, I wanted to kind of um, offer to you like a different perspective today. And before I do that, I wanted to kind of like do a preface or whatever, like a little disclosure that I am totally blessed to not have COVID um, affect our life in a direct way yet anyway, right? No one got sick, knock on wood, in my family. My parents, my in-laws, knock on wood, are healthy. None of our extended family have gotten it. Actually, my uncle in Russia got it, but he's totally fine. And... um, Like, no one I know has died from it. So I am fully blessed to have to, you know, have that be my reality, right? Um, And I am not a frontline worker, so I don't have to put my life at risk, right? And then come home and put my kids at risk or my husband. So I am fully aware that, you know, circumstances of life change for everybody, right? So I can sit here and say life, you know, this year has been wonderful, but we can all argue, right, that no, you know, no one I know has been sick or died from it, and I'm not a doctor or a nurse or any frontline worker, and I'm not a teacher who has to now, you know, teach in a whole new way with new rules and regulations. So I fully recognize that, that I am blessed and fortunate to, you know, have such amazing circumstances in my life that I can claim that I've had the best year, right? So that all is lovely, right? And of course, like when we have circumstances in our life where people actually are affected by COVID-19 and people die, I am not at all suggesting like with this podcast that we can have a different perspective on that. In fact, as I believe myself and I teach everyone, all my clients is that there are circumstances in our life that we actually want to have pain over. We want to have thoughts that cause us pain and grief and loss and just for us to have negative emotion because we're not supposed to feel happy all the time, right? And and that's kind of, I want to make sure that you know that that I'm aware that this is a real thing. A pandemic, pandemic is a real thing. It is affecting real lives and people are dying from it. Um, and yet, I want to speak to most of us whose biggest problem is wearing a mask, Right? If that is you, and whose biggest problem is not going on a vacation this year, right? If that is you, this is who I'm talking to, right? If you are a frontline worker, teacher, anyone who has lost someone, my heart goes out to you and I just appreciate everything that you're doing and I'm not at all suggesting that you had a best year and I really hope that, you know, we all get through this and 
you guys can have an amazing year next year, right? But let's now talk about to to you and to me who have had a year who we, you know, our biggest, like I said, the biggest problems are wearing a mask, maybe having our children homeschooled, which is an inconvenience for people who work, right? Like a huge inconvenience. Uh, wearing a mask, right? Um, not going on vacation, having, uh, can't go on a, like a, any gathering, social gathering family. If those are our biggest problems, then really, we're doing pretty well, right? And so, like, I believe, right, maybe people on the radio, they sound, they always sound very happy and cheery and positive, right? And um, if that is kind of like the general, that's what I've noticed. The teachers who I talk to, the parents, the radio, everyone's kind of like under this umbrella of like, oh yeah, it's been such a terrible year. Let's like, let I can't wait for it to be over. I want, I don't subscribe to that at all. And it really is, to me, it's like, why? Why would I ever think that? Because for me, I don't see any upside in believing that, Right. Even if we have kids at home, even if, you know, some people lost their jobs, right? As long as you are healthy, right? And you are, um, everyone around you is healthy. Like you really, there's no need for you to think it's been the worst year of your life, right? Because it creates dread and worry and just doom and gloom, right? And so I just wanted to offer you my year from two different perspectives. Like I made a list, uh, one list of like how I really do truly believe that my this was the best year of my, of my life um, for so many reasons. And then I made a list of the things that I could focus on and then feel totally ripped off. Okay. So let me first start. I think I'll start first with the, the list where I like I had the worst year of my life. If I, if I'm thinking that, actually, let me just pause here and, and say for a second, right? A, a lot of people are aware that, that like, oh, positive thinking is so good. We should think positively, right? But what the, when people say that, they usually mean, oh, you know what? We should think positively about this bad thing. Like, we should think really positively about this terrible year, and that is not at all what I'm saying because I believe that what we're thinking is is not like a, is is not covering up a terrible thing or a bad thing. I actually think the thing itself is neutral, like it doesn't uh, is not good or bad. It doesn't affect us in any way until we think about it, and with our thoughts we create our experience of it, right? So the year itself is completely. Um, neutral, blank, fill in the blank. Like, what is it? 2020 pandemic. That doesn't mean it's bad or good until your brain has a lot of different opinions about it. And those opinions will formulate your experience of it for you. And that will be the reality of your life for you, right? So I do really believe that, that the pandemic is not negative or bad. I really do believe the pandemic is part of nature, right? That we can either think it's horrible and bad and negative, or we can accept it as being part of life and then make it mean what we want. So since our thoughts about this year create our experience of the year, 
then I could have chosen to think and focus on these following things. For example, I could have thought that we got really ripped off uh, this year because we didn't get to go on a trip with my parents to Palm Springs last winter, which would have been amazing for my dad's 60th birthday or... Um, we really got ripped off uh, because we had this big trip planned, just Doug and I, which we haven't gone on a trip, just two of us in uh, five years and this, and like not really a long one, right? Like a two day. And we, it was a 10 year anniversary this year and we had planned this amazing, luxurious trip to Malta in May and we got babysitting lined up, flights booked and everything. And we, I, I could argue, like, we, this year sucked. We didn't get to go on that trip, you know, and it's terrible. A 10-year anniversary only comes once, and now we don't even know when we'll go because it might last another half a, a year and a half, right? Terrible, 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 terrible. As soon as I focus on that, I just feel resentful towards the, the year, the pandemic, the COVID, um, the timing, blah, 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 right? So the other thing I could keep listing all the other trips that we didn't take, you know, going to Ontario, going on a trip with my girlfriend, right? I could really be pissed off that my kids have to wear masks at school. I could really focus on the fact that my kids didn't go to school for, I don't know, four or five months last year. And now that my it's my twins first year in school they're four and a half and poor little kids have to wear masks like I could really really get in on that and really be frustrated and angry right and you know if I I could also go on and on about how we don't know when this is going to end and there's no end in sight and it's been so long and I could worry about the future and I could worry that my kids are missing out of on you know um, team sports and I could really like think like this is going to affect how they grow up and um, and the, you know I just noticed my tone is kind of like um, talking down to this point of view and I definitely don't want to be talking down to it um, I just am I have, I have never subscribed to that this whole year and so I'm kind of thinking like this is probably a less optimal version that we could think. And I um, I haven't focused on these thoughts at all this year, right? And just because it's not helpful at all, right? Um, and so that my experience would be what? My experience of this year would be uh, feeling sorry for myself, Sorry for everybody. I would feel be feeling sorry for all of this stuff, right? And even though, right, like people still keep it in perspective. They're like, "Hey, I know things are good. I know, you know, I didn't get on my to go on my vacation, and I know masks and all that, and and I don't get to see my family." And even though they say that, and then and then people say, "And I know, you know, frontline workers." are really, you know, putting their life at risk and everything. So I really have nothing to complain about. It still doesn't negate the, the fact that you are feeling sorry for yourself, right? So even though you like know that your problem is not so bad, you still kind of rob yourself of having, of enjoying your life, 
of having a good year, right? Just because you're thinking those thoughts, right? So those thoughts are optional, completely optional, right? I almost wanted to, to like turn the radio off and tell my kids, hey kids, did you know the year was actually not bad? Like we had a great year, right? And in fact, like I want to tell you the list of things that I have like n- just naturally focused on this year that when I just sat down to write them, to me, that felt like the truth of my year. And I didn't have to do any hard work on it uh, to believe that. And to, trust me, I do have to do hard work on believing other things about myself that come natural to other people. But um, again, me thinking that this is the truth of my life is simply me believing in these, in these sentences, which I will read to you. And because I not only think those thoughts, but because I believe in them, then to me, that creates my life for me, my experience of my life, my experience of this year, um, is, which is also optional, right? So uh, I just wanted to share with you what this year felt like to me. And uh, I hope that you can just kind of get this idea that it's all optional. It's all it's all optional how we think about this year. And, you know, just be careful about what you expose your brain to, what you subscribe to, which opinions are you subscribing to, and do you want to be subscribing to them? So, so... I really, I remember going on this walk with a girlfriend about half a year ago, um, and we were sharing about how the, you know, everything's going for us. And I told her, I said, I'm having the best year of my life. And that was kind of, it almost felt uncomfortable to say that because, you know, I'm not supposed to because of everything that's going on. But you know what? I do that really allow myself to be okay with that, to allow myself to have the best year of my life, despite you know, what's going on. And here's why. Because I felt like I got close, so much closer in so many areas of my life to the life that I want. Like, here's some of the things that I wrote down. I had the opportunity to focus on my business and do some really fun stuff and really help people. And like that exploded my me and my business exploded this year. Um, I got to spend so much more time with my children, which is, I mean, I'm always like wanting to win that Olympics. So to me, it was perfect, right? That I got to, my kids were home more and I really loved seeing them um, in between work and after work and um, just doing more stuff with them other than driving them to school. So um, I, we went a lot on a lot of hikes with my husband and we got to, we already had a way of dates set up that we would just do something active and then grab a bite. So we didn't really need to like go out a lot or we could just go for a hike and then, you know, bring our lunch with us. So I got to have more of those because that was kind of like the only option for us to to do, right? Bikes bike rides or hikes. And like I wrote down a chance to love myself like never before. And and that is so, that means so much to me because I want to love myself so much more than I have ever before because I be- believe that that is what I'm here for and that 
the more I love myself, the more I love others. So because of all the work that I've been doing in my business and my coaching and with my kids, like this year has really peaked in that awareness and that work that I'm doing with myself. So uh, that has been huge. What else? Um, You know, I really started doing the things that I wanted to do, like painting and just taking walks and (laughs) coffee and croissants I wrote down because I love croissants. But really, um, just really getting things for myself that I really want and doing that more for myself. So what else? Um, Biking with my kids, time with my parents and in-laws, which we got really fortunate and we saw them the summer for a trip to Penticton and Vernon. But I just wanted to kind of mention that even if I don't see my parents, like last year I didn't see my parents for nine months because of COVID, like from one summer to another summer, which actually maybe was longer. I still feel like I see my parents a lot because I talk to my mom a lot on the phone. So I feel like I see her all the time. And with my dad, I call him every Sunday. So I really feel, don't feel at all like I'm missing out on that, even though they're in Ontario. So like notice, right, how I could totally be thinking that I didn't get to see them in person. And I could be thinking that phone is not the same, like, got ripped off. Well, my title for the year could be, we totally got ripped off. Didn't get to do any things we wanted to do. We are locked down in our house. We can't go there anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Total, total jail. Like we would put ourselves in mental jail, jail if we think that way. But I just didn't. I just don't, I don't know. It's just naturally didn't come to me. And I was, I'm just happy that it was the thing that I chose to think is like, oh, I feel like I see them all the time. That's my sentence. I feel like I see them all the time, which to me feels like the truth. So I feel good. I feel fulfilled. I feel abundant, right? So uh, what else? I wrote down, um, uh, we got trips. Yes, I mentioned that. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, Christmas. I got myself the best Christmas for gifts for Christmas this year, which I'm really excited about. Um, In terms of my, I really, I wrote down, I met so many interesting people from around the world this year. I met so many, so many interesting men and women through doing my life coach certification, which I also must add, I had that I decided to do it earlier in the year because of COVID. So I feel really blessed and and I feel like the life is happening for me because what I wanted to do starting this September, I got to do in March, last March, and I actually was done in September. And my year was filled with meeting people over Zoom from all over the world and just improving our lives and our careers together. So that experience is just um, so rich. It's very rich experience that I've got to experience and I'm still actually going through the second part of it right now. Um, So really like I got all my dreams come true this year, like more time with my family, my more time with my business, my husband, um, loving myself more and, and fun getting myself like really trying to give myself fun little things like Lululemon and all the little things right 
actually, like, am I really excited? I want to tell you about my little Christmas presents that I got for myself, which I want to suggest you do your for yourself as well. It's the best thing ever. Who knows you better than you? Who can advocate better than you for yourself? You go do it for yourself. You'll be so happy and I promise you, your husband will be super duper happy as well. Uh, and I kind of did a combination of both. I, I asked my husband, I said, I would love a new toaster that toasts four bread pieces of bread at a time. And because right now we have just two, uh, two placeholder, two two-piece bread toaster and you know it's a silly thing right like a small but I asked him for it so he could pick it out and pick the one he wants but I got picked out myself some lululemons that I love and um, some little chocolates um, and I you know I did the whole thing I wrapped it up put it under the tree and knowing what's in there and looking forward to it is actually fun like, I really recommend that for you as an adult woman. <laughs> um, and the other thing, okay, I must tell you. I asked my husband for a, like, a little sparkly ring to add to my wedding and engagement ring for our 10-year anniversary. And you know what? Like, I really am so proud of myself for, for actually asking him and for doing the work on my marriage so that now it's like a no-brainer for me to say I I fucking nailed it I deserve this ring like this is like a medal for running a marathon that because we've been together 10 years 13 together 10 married I take it as no joke this is a thing that we're doing together that we are, you know, we're working on and it takes work and commitment and innovation and creativeness and loving yourself more and then asking yourself, what can I do for my husband today? Which is what Rachel Bellucci taught me. Um, like, what can I do for him today? How can I help him? How can I love him more? Which is something you have to do for yourself. What can I do for myself today? How can I love myself more, Right. This is no joke. This is everything. And fuck yeah, I am going to get a ring to celebrate this. Why not? Why not? Right? And you know what's so incredible? Like my husband said, I'm so happy you told me. I'm so happy you asked me for it. And he, because he's just like wants to give me that ring. Right? He's like, great. I'm so happy you did. So I realized this may totally sound like materialistic or low or whatever, however you call it, right? And I'm, I'm totally like, I'm with you. It totally is materialistic and I don't even know all the words for it, but you know, it's not like, it's not important. That's what I'm saying. It's, you know, a ring, Lululemon toaster, like it's not important, but Th these are like little signs in your life, in my life, that I am seeing as a result that of the work that I'm doing internally, that like, like of things that I'm actually listening to myself, to what I want, and I'm actually honoring what I want. And I'm not dismissing it like, oh, you don't deserve this. And I'm not dismissing it like, oh, it, you know, it's too much money. And I'm not dismissing it like, oh, like you you know you shouldn't be selfish and this is all about the kids and the husband no i matter so 
that's what those things mean to me, is that they really are reflecting my growing relationship and love for myself. And that's why they kind of give me joy and delight to, to notice that, yeah, like maybe, you know, they're materialistic, but I'm not going to, you know, feel uh, guilty for wanting a ring. It's just a ring, right? So I really want to be an example for you for being kind of that advocate for yourself for whatever you want. And I guess like Brooke Castillo really gave me an example for wanting materialistic things without any guilt and without feeling there's something's wrong with you and without feeling like um, you shouldn't. And, you know, have a full right to want what you want and not have any justification for do, for doing that, really. Because what I I do believe and I find that when we do like a declare that we want, let's say a ring, what the work that you have to do internally is so spiritual and emotional that it's so worth it. It, to, it totally transforms you. For example, right when I like when I wanted the ring, what could have come up for me is the holy smokes, I don't deserve it, right? And then I would have had like this opportunity to really think like, why do I think that? Why do, you know, where do I think I don't deserve it? Like, where do I think I didn't do the work? Or um, like, am I just not worthy? You know, something like that, right? So the work that is available to us that we can do when we want materialistic things is profound and worth doing, right? So like for what comes to mind now is when people want to lose weight, um, they really want to look, like they just want to look good, right? A lot of us, like we come to the conclusion that we want to be healthy and all that stuff, but a lot of us, we just want to look awesome, right? We want to look hot and skinny and lean, when we start out on the weight loss journey, right? And that might seem very shallow. Oh, that's the word, shallow. Um, But the work that has to be done to actually lose the weight and keep it off is you loving yourself no matter what weight you are, right? And that's completely the opposite of shallow. It's like the the deepest work you do on yourself to love yourself. Because if you lose your weight and you hate yourself, it's not sustainable. You're going to gain gain it all the way back because you just can't tolerate being with yourself. It feels so intolerable that you're going to want to feel comforted and um, kind of numbed down. So anyway, so what else? Is there anything else that I wanted to tell you? So here's, I'm just... um, I think I'm winding down from this topic because I think you get my point. And this is December 9th, the end of 2020. And so I wanted to offer to you that you feeling the effect of the pandemic and COVID and the lockdown is optional. Okay. You can focus on things that you want to focus on. Do you want to be focusing on the fact that you have no control over the pandemic? Do you want to be focusing on uncertainty of when this is going to be over? Do you want to feel um, kind of uh, dreadful? Do you want to feel worried? 
those are all optional. And again, I want to make sure that you know that I believe that, right, there's a lot of people who are truly affected by the pandemic and who are really going through a lot of human, you know, negative, not pretty emotions. And I honor, honor that part. Um, But for the rest of us who are, you know, kind of being safe and just like taking care of our kids and trying to do our jobs from home, what you think about is totally up to you. There's always a choice that you can make. Even after you have thought of the thought that you don't want to think, you can say, no, thank you, brain. I want to focus on the fact that I can go for a walk today or that, you know, this year is not better or worse than any other year, right? All right, my friends. So uh, another thing I wanted to share with you that I'm going to be sharing my interview with Rachel Balducci on this uh, the Christmas week. So whatever that December 24th, no, uh, let me see. It's December 23rd, Wednesday. Oh, it's we had the best time. And this is actually one of the things I wrote down. I forgot to tell you. I had two, no, three of my dreams come true this year if not more, is um, I went to the life coach school for my certification, which is, was one of my dreams from two, three years ago. I started a podcast, which I was terrified to do, and now I'm loving doing it, and I know it's helping a lot of people. And the third thing that happened, which was kind of a result of all the other little things and small things and big and small things that I did this year and before was... I got to chat with Rachel Balducci on my podcast, which I could have never imagined that would happen because I didn't even have a business or a podcast back when I found her. And now we got to create something helpful for everyone. And I had so much fun doing it. So, right, like, it's, you know, I could be focusing on all the terrible things that we that are going on and listening to the radio and the news and thinking of all the things we didn't get to do this year. And I would be missing out on all this goodness in my life that's actually there as well, right? So if you're doing this, don't beat yourself up like sometimes I do. Don't do that. Just gently no, like notice and then gently walk yourself over to a more useful thought or a more useful feeling, right? All right, my friends, have a wonderful week. This is the best week of your life, the best year. Could be true. Just saying. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.